Welcome to the third edition of That Wrestling Podcast. On this edition, we will be having interviews with in-ring reports of the Instagram wrestling community, also known as Alfie, if you cared. An interview with a training wrestler known as Drew Matthews. Although there is going to be (laughs) some other things discussed on that interview, so stay tuned for that. NWE episode 3 will be going down. My thoughts on the WWE draft, my booking of the Queen's Crown tournament. And that's about it. So, yeah. We are taking a quick break from this podcast that has literally only started to say... Newcastle United, they're going to win the league. We're going to win the league. We're going to win the league. Newcastle United, we're going to win the league. So now the intro's out of the way. Now that that I've said about the news on the Newcastle takeover... It's time to actually properly start the podcast. But oh my god, where I'm coming home, Newcastle. I might as well have been in jail. Da, 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 da. Oh, me lad, should have seen us standing. As in the folks along the road, just as they were standing. All the lads and lasses there and always smiling faces. Gunning along the Scotswood Road to see the blade and braces. Honestly, for anyone that doesn't get all these references, all this Newcastle takeover stuff, I feel for you. Because that just completely ruins it. (laughs) But yeah, right, so there's a football club called Newcastle United, and we've been taken over by Saudi Arabia, which is why Crown Jewel and Super Showdown are now my favourite wrestling pay-per-views. Honestly, the best wrestling pay-per-view of the year is Crown Jewel. Honestly, I've always had these beliefs, always. Anyway, speaking of Crown Jewel and Saudi Arabia, it's time for my booking of the Queen's Crown Tournament. Nice swagway right there. Is it segway? I think it's a segway, but I've just said swagway. Anyway, nice swagway. <laughs> so I'm going to have an eight-woman tournament because although I did 16 for the men last week, I think, I mean, Crown Jewel is in two weeks. They're not going to cram last 16, whatever, whatever, yeah? Like, they're not going to cram the last 16 in the quarterfinals into two weeks of programming. I mean, even I couldn't do it on um, NWE. Oh, hey, NWE episode 3 coming in about 20 minutes, so stay tuned, stay tuned. It's probably more like 15 minutes, but you know, you know, you know, maybe 20. I'll, I'll shut up. Anyway, so the quarterfinals, first match is going to be Shayna Baszler versus Tony Time. I'd have Shayna Baszler win this match. I think Shayna needs to be dominant. I mean, I really, 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 really like Tony Storm. But I really, really, really more like Shayna Baszler. So I'm going to have Shayna Baszler win this, get to the semi-finals. Also, something I'm going to change from the King of the Ring to the Queen's Crown Tournament booking is that it will only be the final in Saudi Arabia. 
mean, they've already got five big matches, and you don't want the show to be 20 hours, do you? So I think it's just going to be the finals that's going to be on. So let's just say it was just the Mansoor Damien Priest match of last week. See, I remember last week. Oh, my God. And I recorded that on last Tuesday. I'm recording this Thursday this week. So it's mad that I remember that, innit? Anyway, Asuka... I mean, I know Asuka's injured, but shut your mouth. This is a fantasy booking, all right? So Asuka is allowed to be in the tournament. So Asuka versus... Dewdrop! <coughs> Sorry. Dewdrop! That's a bit better. I mean, my throat messed up then. Anyway, Asuka gets the W. So it's going to be Shayna versus Asuka in the semi-finals. So now the next two matches will be on... Raw, the, Raw, the, Raw, a week and a half before Saudi Arabia. I was going to say the Raw before Saudi Arabia, but then I realised that's going to have to be the semis, isn't it? Yeah, just ignore that. Yeah, so one on Raw, one SmackDown. So, Zelina Vega versus SmackDown's newest addition of the women's division. Well, not the newest, technically, Aaliyah and Jaya Lee came after. But one of SmackDown's latest additions to the women's division, B. Fab. B-Fab picked up the win over Zelina Vega, sending her into the semi-finals. And then the last, final, please, the last match between Liv Morgan and Carmella. Liv Morgan picks up the W, gets into the semi-finals, thank God. Also, I'm going to take a break from the book and say, Newcastle United, we're going to win the league. Right, I'm sorry. But I'm going to stop. Same back, same mean. On the wing. Right, this is because I'm recording this an hour after the takeover happened. I mean, I was going to be recording a bit more, but then the takeover happened. So I'm going to have to cram it all in tomorrow. But don't worry, the podcast quality will still be great. Please don't tune out. Anyway, semi-finals. Shayna Baszler versus Asuka. And she... I mean, I really like both Shayna and Asuka, don't get me wrong. But Shayna absolutely butters Asuka. Yeah, that's the third week in a row that I've said badass. Don't worry, that is going to be a full-on thing. Just like Damien Priest and the big dog Tribal Chief is going to be a proper thing. So is someone battering someone. So you're very welcome. Anyway, Shayna Baszler badass Asuka to get the victory. And she's going off to the greatest place for supporting women Saudi Arabia. But I mean, I know they... Have weird rules against women, and I know they hate gays, which is a bit weird for me, you know, being a homosexual. But any, <laughs> just the way I've said that is hilarious. Anyway, it's just a bit awkward for me, but I mean, I love Saudi Arabia now. I mean, Saudi Arabia is the best country in the world because they took over Newcastle. So yeah, we love Saudi Arabia here on that wrestling podcast. We love it. Anyway, Shayna gets the W. Then we have B Fab, who honestly. I mean, I love Hit Raw, but I mean, B-Fab is the most is really rusty, and it's what developmental's for, but I mean, you can't hook all up Hit Raw without B-Fab, so yeah. So B-Fab loses to Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan celebrates, and she's off to face Shayna Baszler in Saudi Arabia in the final of the Queen's Crown Tournament. Now, this is interesting. This is really interesting, because... They have got a bit of history. If you think about the Elimination Chamber in 2020, 
And Shayna Baszler absolutely murdered Liv Morgan, and she murdered her to the point where it was where she was just in the ring on her own for three minutes waiting for Asuka. So, yeah, Liv is gonna try and get some redemption for that battering at the hands of Shayna last year, but sadly she falls up short. Shayna is the first ever Queen <coughs> Crown Tournament winner or Queen of the Ring. And then after this, wait, yeah, Shane is on SmackDown. So, I mean, they're probably going to do a <coughs> title swap, which they really shouldn't do, because it devalues, it just devalues the belts. But that's probably what they're going to do. So then we can have Charlotte, the Queen, I'm doing something with my fingers, like the quote marks, against the actual Queen and Shayna. For the SmackDown on Raw Women's Championship. But anyway, Shayna Baszler has won the Queen's Crown Tournament to go alongside Mansoor's victory of the King of the Ring. Coming up in about 15, 10 seconds, my thoughts on the W. W. Wait, no, no, no. Scrap that, scrap that. I'm reading me thing wrong. Coming up in about 10 seconds, an interview with Alfie, also known as In Ring Reports. Stay tuned, stay tuned. Right. So, uh, can I quickly say something for like people listening to the? Sure thing. Right. So, for people listening, we have just recorded five minutes of an interview, but it just broke. So, <laughs> if so, I'm going to end up asking some of the same questions again that Alfie's already answered. So, that's going to be fun. Anyway, we'll ask. Right. So, what's your thoughts on the draft? Uh, uh raw. I think it's definitely got. The larger amount, they've probably got like double the draft picks, and I think they've done great. We've got, you know, I think, yeah, I think they've got loads of great stars. I think all the picks that needed to happen happened. Yeah. Obviously, no real contenders on SmackDown, like we discussed five minutes ago. No, we've we've got Jinder Mahal, though, which I think is always a shout. Yes. The only person with the baby face, the tribal chief. Yes. So, who would you call up from NXT? Uh, I think, you know, people really wanted LA Knight, but I personally think he's got a lot more to do in NXT. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Just putting that out there. <laughs> well, I mean, personally... he does have a lot more to do in NXT, but I'd call him up anyway for the craft. Oh, yeah. He, I think he is in most of the material already, which just yeah. goes to show how good he is. Yeah. I would go with, that's what I think. Io Shirai, she no, she does not need a developmental brand anymore, which is what the NXT is. Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly, he's absolute quality in ring. Maybe change the gimmick a bit though, from cool yeah. Kyle O'Reilly. Um, Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Oh, he's just got nothing left to do. I mean, he's a three-time North American champion already. Three? I thought he was twice. He's won it That's three free. times. Yeah. Um, pun. How many times has he won the main title? Uh, only once. It was like uh, only fifty-six days. I was thinking, is he a two-time champ or is he? No, not yet. Um, and Dakota Kai. Yeah. I was shocked nothing, she wasn't called up. It's criminal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think. So as I said, like 
five minutes ago. I asked Luke Curtis this question last week. Who is your Mount Rushmore of wrestling and why? Um, well, uh, Roman Reigns. Got to yeah. be on there. He, tribal chief. Acknowledge him. Uh, Drew McIntyre. I think yeah. he, he's great. He's just great at me joke again. Yeah. You're English, right? Yeah. Yes. So when he wins, he's British. When he loses, he's Scottish. Absolutely. It's nowhere near as funny now because I said it before. Continue. <laughs> uh, Daniel Bryan. Uh, yeah. Now Bryan Danson. One of the greatest in-ring competitors, I'd say. Yeah. And I'm forgetting who I have almost. I'll remember, but I'm going to put in about Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson again. This, this yeah. is the third podcast in a row where he's been called his old name. <laughs> I called him it, interviewing Alex Kane. Luke Curtis called him it when I interviewed him, and now you've said Daniel Bryan. And it was AJ Styles, you said as well. AJ Styles or John Cena. Yes. He, he gets way too much hate. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be it. So are we saying Bryan, Reigns, Drew, and Cena? Yeah, yeah, final. Right. So this is a question that you haven't already been asked. <laughs> so WWE, every champion, who would you have as the next champion? Hmm. Like for every championship. Well, not every championship, because that would be forever. Just pick like five or like six. Do I have, to, ke- do I have to keep? Do they have to be in the same brand? Uh, No, do whatever. Cool. I would have Keith Lee. Can I put you person. in one rule? Yeah. As long as it makes kind of sense. Like, you can't right. have Via beating Roman Reigns. Well, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, I know. Why are you taking that away from me? Apologies. we we'll have to rethink that one. <laughs> right, so Keithley. Yeah, well... No! Uh, uh, I'd have Biggie... Mm-hmm. I'd have Biggie... Drop the title to Keith Lee. Yep. It's a good shot. Next Raw Tag Champions would be... Oh, I'd actually have the Lucha House Party. Well, that's all if they don't get released then. <laughs> that's if they don't get released. Next yeah, United Raw Champion. I'd have to be Finn Balor. Oh! I wasn't expecting I think... that to come out, so... I think he would be great. Yeah. Uh, Next Raw Women's Champion... Which I think we all know Becky's going to be swapping the title for. Yep. I, I hate that, though. It's like they no, no. tag titles like last year. It makes them I feel worthless. Unify them, or just don't swap the brands. Yeah. Uh, next Raw Women's Champion after Becky, we assume. Liv yeah. Morgan. Oh, yes. Right, and if we get to SmackDown, person to beat Roman Reigns. I'd have... Hmm, it is a difficult question because there's not many I, I honestly would have it be Drew McIntyre yeah he f- came up short at Survivor Series last year with interference and I think that's a mania main event yeah it definitely uh, Intercontinental Championship uh, uh, Sheamus yeah or or Ricochet <sighs> yes I think he's been criminally underused yeah Smackdown Women's Champion after Charlotte's taken the belt. I'm gonna. Let's hope that doesn't actually happen, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Tony Storm. Oh, yes. Where is she? Uh, 
supporting no. Rick Books. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah. SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Oh, they're at Usos at the moment. I'd have Hit Row, Top Dollar, and Ashante for Adonis be the next champs. Yeah. And I think that's all of the champions. Yeah. Do you know right, what? Just because I need some more time, let's say next NXT champions. Right. NXT champion, Braun Breaker. Yep. North American champion. This is a difficult one because we're not sure what they're going to do with it. I think I could probably answer this. I reckon I think Santos Yeah. I think he's going to drop. Isaiah Scott's going to drop the title soon. Santos will win it before Crown Jewel, so in the next like two weeks. Yeah. Because uh, of the... NX... Yeah. Sorry. NXT Sorry. tag team champions. The grizzled young veterans. Yes, yes, we need they're them to win. Phenomenal. Give me Zach yeah. Gibson on a mic, I'll be happy. Yes, they're phenomenal and they're from England, so that makes them just as two times better. Absolutely. Uh, women's champion. It's Raquel at the moment. Yep. Kaylee Ray. Yeah, that's a good shot. We're on a collision course for it, and if it isn't Kaylee Ray, I I only see maybe Mandy Rose. I'd really like. She's That's very improved in ring, to be fair to her. Yeah. Uh, so, what, what about the women's tag team champions? Oh, God. They're so relevant, I forgot about them. Yes. Well, considering every women's tag team was split during the draft. Yeah. No, wait, no, we've got Carmella and Zelina. Oh, yeah. Yep, they are. Yeah, I would have... An NXT call-up be the next women's tag champions. Let me guess, Shirai and Stark, I'm joking. No, oh god, no. <laughs> I would have Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. Yeah, I mean, they're the only proper women's team. Other than the Iconics, who they decided to release for no reason and split. Yeah, that was, that was so stupid. They're so talented. I love Billy Kay. Oh yeah, and the Riot Squad, who they got rid of. Yeah, they were great. Uh, and NXT Women's Tag Champions. You know, there's not a lot you can do with this because I definitely think Toxic Attraction should have won last week. Yeah. But I say we gave a Toxic Attraction rematch. And I think Toxic Attraction take the titles. Yeah. I mean, sure, I and Stark need to lose them. Or do you I know need, what? I just merge the NXT belts and the main roster belts. Yeah. Oh, I need Shirai off NXT now. Yes. And... Honestly, I need a character given to Zoe Stark. Yeah. What about next 24-7, champion? <laughs> There's only one man for the job. It's Drake Maverick. Mm. I was going to think you'd say our truth. No. He's had it so much, he's still listed as champion on WWE.com. What is he? Yeah, Where they're both listed as it. For 70 days. I don't know. It's... <laughs> I I I would love Reggie if he wasn't a twenty four seven champion. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad Drew Gulak's got away from that scene. Oh, honestly, I think he was great. I really wanted him and Daniel Bryan as tag champions. Yeah. That was going so well until he got released for about like ten days. Yeah. Yeah, his contract went out, didn't it? And then he resigned it like a day later. Yeah, yeah. I think another great pick was Shayna Baszler to SmackDown. Yeah. I think I she's been... going to kill him. Yeah. So, out of interest, do you watch any other wrestling companies other than WWE? Um, not like live or anything, but uh, AEW. I I watch all the clips online. 
Yeah. So from um, what you've seen from them, who would be your top five AEW? Top five. Number five. I'm going to have Matt Seidel. Oh. I think he's great. I really love him. Uh, number four. Got to be CM Punk. Number three, Adam Cole. Number two, MJF. I think him on the mic is fire. Yeah. And number one, Kenny Omega. Yeah. Also, honorable mention, I'd have to say Christian Cage. Yeah. Well, thank you for the for your time. No, oh, thank you. It's been nice. Nice being here. Thank right. you. Bye. The review of the WWE Draft. <coughs> Hello and welcome to my review of the WWE Draft 2021. I've got like six notes on the draft, so I'll talk through them. Firstly, Raw definitely won, so to speak, in the draft. I mean, if you look at the rosters, I mean, Raw's got Big E. <clears throat> Bala, Edge, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Randy Orton, Riddle. And that's just the tip of the iceberg, really. They've got Bobby Lashley. <laughs> I mean, they've got everybody. They've got a lot of main event names. Whereas on SmackDown, okay, you've got your big two in your Roman and your Drew. But other than that, have you got any main event names? No. And that is honestly another one of my points that I've written down. Is that SmackDown has no top names other than Roman and Drew. I mean, look at Raw's women's division. I mean, it's basically just the SmackDown women's division drafted to Raw. Becky, Bianca, Liv, Carmella, Zelina. So, yeah, it's basically just that, which is a bit stupid, I can't lie. But that is the way it's working. So, that's the way it is, I guess. Then we've got the teams. Of course, the Profits have gone to Raw. Yeah, so Raw's stacked. SmackDown have still got a few big names in the women's division with Charlotte and Sasha and Shayna, I guess. But yeah, nothing that much. And this is going to be a bit of an unpopular opinion, I think, but I'm going to make it anyway. Is that Gable Stevenson shouldn't have been drafted. I mean, yeah... He's an Olympic gold medalist. He's like Kurt Angle, basically. I mean, he didn't do it with a broken freaking neck, but he still did it. So, But I think now you've got the development, like the mainstream developmental system in place with NXT. I mean, you didn't have that back in your Lesnar and your Angle's day breaking through, but you have that now. So why not use it? I think the a smart thing to do would be have Gable in NXT. Yeah, it makes him look like a star that he's just skipped developmental. I mean, the only person that's the only people that have really done that in WWE in the last like five years is AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson. And I mean, Luke Gallows was returning really, so yeah. But I mean, I don't think he's not ready, so to speak. But it would probably have been a smart choice. To put him in NXT, get him used to the professional wrestling ropes for a bit. I mean, yes, he's done his amateur wrestling. Yeah, he's got that wrestling background. But he's not used to, like, the promos and that. 
I mean, yeah, you might have watched it as a kid. Yeah, you might have watched it as an adult. But I think probably would have been smart to start him off with NXT. Now, he can surprise me. He can be amazing. But I think Gable should have been in NXT for at least a few months, got used to things. And I mean, he is a mainstream star, so he would have, like, outside of WWE, he would have brought eyes to that NXT product, no doubt. And that's something they need right now, don't they? So, yeah. Then, I mean, I am going to discuss this later on in the podcast, that I think LA Knight should have been called up. Now, as you just heard from Alfie, he did not think. He thought LA Knight has more to do in NXT, and I mean, he does. I mean, he hasn't done much in NXT, but with the new developmental NXT system, with his age and everything... Yeah, I don't think they're going to use him that well in the new NXT 2.0. Which is a shame. So that's why I think he should have called, got called up. And I mean, he's got all the charisma in the world as LA Knight. Or Eli Drake, if you'd prefer. Hey, throwback. Anyway, LA Knight has a ton of charisma. And I think... WWE has made a mistake keeping him in NXT 2.0. I think they have made a, a, a bit of a mistake, if I'm being honest. But, yeah, that's it really for me. For about LA Knight, yeah, I think he should have been called up. And I know there's quite a few people that agree with me. Another, like, bad thing I've got about the draft. Hang on, let me just have a drink. Another bad thing I think about the draft is how Charlotte and Becky have swapped brands. Now, I don't mind it, like, in the sense of them switching brands as wrestlers. But one's the Raw Women's Champion with completely Raw Brandon, and one's the SmackDown Women's Champion with completely SmackDown Brandon. Now, as they're switching brands, I mean, you know what happened last year with the Profits and the New Day, and they just had a title swap. But yes, please don't do that. It ruins the prestige of the belt. Like, they are your, that is your championship. And you're just giving it away for another championship. It doesn't make it feel prestigious. It doesn't make it feel like the wrestlers actually care about them. I mean, it just makes it look like a bit of a prop, really. <clears throat> and that is not what a championship should be. A championship should be everything to the wrestler. It should be their prized possession. And that it isn't is just a bit stupid, really. And if they do do a title swap with something that's like meant to be equivalent to world championships, now that's ridiculous. Because I mean, I think I can't. I think I said this with Alfie. I don't know whether I said it with him or with Drew later on. I mean, I have pre-recorded both of them, so that's why. I'm, yeah, that's why you might hear me discussing Drew's interview before you hear it. Anyway, so. I think it's ridiculous that they're doing this because, like, Biggie and Roman Reigns, they wouldn't title swap, would they? So, it's like, why? Why in the hell would you have it? And I think that it's just stupid if they do it. Anyway, finally, on a more positive note, I cannot wait for Hero. Hero. I mean, I can't wait for Hit Raw. Obviously, <clears throat> I mean, obviously, 
My, I, I can't even try and hide it. We did have a few technical issues and the recording stopped because I got a, <laughs> I got a FaceTime call and I forgot to put my Do Not Disturb on while I was recording and it cut off the audio. So I did have some technical issues. So, I mean, you've just heard me halfway through the word, obviously. And then it's cut off and I've started going, I mean, obviously, just trying to hide it. I can't hide it, can I? So I might as well just tell you a second time in this podcast a few technical issues because of someone ringing me. Anyway, anyway, let me just quickly get this little bit done. So, as I said, I can't wait for Hero. As I was going to say, obviously, we'll probably be dropping the belt to Santos Escobar this week on NXT 2.0. And I mean, I'm fine with that. Although I would have liked him to defend the title more in his reign, you know. But I think Swerve, Ashante, the Adonis, top dollar, B-Fab, are going to rock Smackdown up. And they're going to make a really big impression. So I can't wait to see what happens there. And I'd love to see Swerve versus Shinsuke for the IC title. Also, someone else, Ridge Holland. I am absolutely buzzing about... Our, about a Yorkshire lad, about a lad from England, but from Yorkshire. Do it for Yorkshire, is what the Yorkshire tea blokes say in a Ridge Holland right now. Anyway, I'm buzzing about Ridge Holland, I'm buzzing about Zaya Lee, I'm buzzing about Aaliyah, I'm buzzing about... No, it was Gable Stevenson and Ron, I was whining about him earlier, so yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening to this little draft bit. Sorry, it ended up being in like two parts in a moment or two, we will be back with N-W-E. N-W-E, N-W-E, N-W-E. Welcome to Nathan Wrestling Entertainment. N-W-E, 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 dynamite! Sorry for the dynamite. But yeah, welcome to the third episode of N-W-E, 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 la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-
apologies for the burps and the coughs, as Bobby Lashley gets into the ring. And he locks in the hurt lock on Jericho. And as soon as he lets go, Superman punch from Roman Reigns. Jericho gets up spear from Roman Reigns. Lashley and MVP go. And the ref turns around for the one, two, three. Roman Reigns has won. Roman Reigns is in the semi-final. And then he clears the ring and we come back from the break. The loser of the first week's main event, Drew McIntyre, comes out and he says, Well, I got some new friends that I made whilst touring the world. Touring America. And we formed a little faction. So, I got one person who's been here before and one person who hasn't. Please welcome Finn Balor. Cesaro. So Drew, Bala, and Cesaro stand in the ring. We are the European Union, and I'm gonna claim all your damn head off. It's a new day, yes it is. Bum, 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 Interrupting the European Union is. Biggie, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods of the New Day. And they stare down with the European Union as we cut to a break. When we come back, the European Union have gone. Kofi and Woods are now on commentary with Corey Graves, Michael Cole and Tony Schiavone. That'll definitely change the next time I actually mention commentary. Anyway, Biggie is in the ring. The WWE Champion is in the ring preparing. And then out comes Josh Alexander. I'm sorry, I still don't know Josh Alexander's theme song because I don't watch that much Impact. So, anyway, out comes Josh Alexander and it's time for the second quarterfinal of the night. It is <coughs> Big E versus Josh Alexander. One moment, I will be having a drink. So anyway, we have Big E versus Josh. The match goes 12 minutes. Bang on 12 minutes, by the way. When's Jericho was 8 minutes, 27 seconds anyway. This is bang on 12 minutes. They have a big match, a few suplexes and pile drivers from Josh. But Big E kicks out. Big E hits the big ending for the 1, 2, 3. You all gone big? Let's see that. Here's your winner, Big E. And then Big E is celebrating with the New Day. Roman Reigns comes back down to the ring with Paul Heyman and he says, Next week, E, next week in the main event, 
It's going to be Roman Reigns versus Big E in the semi-final. And the winner will go on to override to face either Damian Priest. Way. John Moxley. Way. CM Punk. Way. Or Kenny Omega. Way. Hey. An override in the main event. And next week in the main event, I'm going to end anything Big E stands for. Oh. Anyway, we cut to a break, we come back. I don't sleep cause my head's on fire. I hate creeps and I hate liars. Oh, I'm not settled until I got it all, man. I hit a head open again last night. I'll go So you Out comes Darby Allen And he says Cena It overrides A match is official It's going to be John Cena Versus Darby Allen And I will beat you With staying in my corner and I'll beat you any night of the week, not just at Override on the 14th of November at Wembley Stadium. Way. <clears throat> and then he's interrupted by someone who made their debut to NWE last week, Carmelo Hayes of NXT. And he says, Darby, I'm sick of you running your mouth, thinking you gotta just face the big names. So Darby, next week, your first match in NWE, my second and my first victory will be next week. Darby Allen versus Carmelo Hayes. And then out comes Teddy Long, holla holla, playa playa. And he says, we're going to have a one-on-one match next week. Darby Allen, Carmelo Hayes, da da da. And if, by the way, I did say Stephanie McMahon will address the women tonight. That is because Teddy Long is the general manager of the men and the teams. Stephanie McMahon is the general manager of the women. Unless, obviously, it's a tag team match, then I might have Teddy in it for the bounce. Speaking of tag team matches, holla holla player player. Out comes Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. Dun 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 dun. Anyway, another born pick. Like I did, like I said last week, I did this three days before WWE reformed the Hurt business, and I was just gonna look like I've done it like normally. I did it first, damn it, Vince. I did it first. Anyway, out, then out comes Santana and Ortiz. I don't know their theme, so I'll just sing Judas. You are beautiful on the inside. Anyway, yeah, Santana and Ortiz versus Benjamin and Alexander. And after about 9 minutes and 40 seconds, Santana and Ortiz do get the victory with a 1, 2, 3. After Chris Jericho scares off MVP, who's trying to interfere. So we're proper doing the inner circle her business thing. And I bet nobody, I bet everybody thinks that's going to be amazing. Anyway, speaking of Stephanie McMahon, the queen dumb with the queen dumb now. Love you, love you like me. Anyway, Stephanie McMahon then comes to the ring and says, 
I am sick of the mess in the women's division. <clears throat> so at override, we're going to crown the first NWE Women's Champion. Alexa Bliss, way, versus Sasha Banks, way, versus Bianca Belair, way, versus Ruby Soul, I'm sorry, the Alexa's going off when I said Alexa Bliss, versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Alexa, stop, sorry about that, anyway, that's announced, and, like, the fans are very happy about Alexa Bliss's involvement in the match. I did drink then. Please welcome Damien Priest. This is your third quarterfinal. And then... Wild thing! You make a heart sing! Maybe swing, I don't know. You make it anything you know! Oh, wild thing! Wild thing? Think I'm looking. I want to know for sure. Anyway, out comes John Moxley. Damien Priest, about nine to ten minutes into the match, Damien Priest goes for a hit the lights. Moxley manages to work his way off his shoulders. Damien Priest goes for a boot. Moxley dodges. Moxley goes off the ropes. Clothesline. Paradigm shift. One, two, three. Here's your winner. And now in the semi-finals... John Moxley dun 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 wild thing dun dun you make a heart sing John Moxley's through and then we cut the backstage Bianca Belair is having a little promo girl uh uh yeah she says Kayla and override you're looking at your first NWE Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. And then she's attacked by Bliss. I won't even say her first name because I know what's going to happen. Anyway, Bliss comes and she attacks Bianca Belair. And Alexa, Bliss stands tall. I hate having to say Bliss, just Bliss. Anyway. Then after the break, we cut back to the ring. You're probably expecting this is going to be the last match of the show. We're going to make up the second last 16 match, but no! Ooh, so! Hey, ooh! Down since day one-ish. Take it down since day one-ish. Take a lot of mole up and lug them down like this. Here's the Usos with their first match in NWE, and then... Oh, 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 Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus come to the ring, accompanied by Marco Stunt, Jurassic Express, of course, Heyman on the Usos' side. <clears throat> then after about 8 minutes and 22 seconds, we have a double splash from the Usos onto Luchasaurus. And it's a one, it's a two, and it's a three. 
Who are your winners? The Usos. Maybe these teams, maybe, maybe, might be involved in that big tag turmoil that RK Bro talked about last week. Maybe, like, we might get, like, her business in it. Maybe we might get some other teams in it. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway. The Elite. The, the Elite. Super Kick Party. Elite. The, the Elite. The Elite. The, the Elite. Super kick party, super kick, super kick party, we gotta start, just become another guy, the elite, the, the elite, the elite, the, the elite. Jungle, or not Jungle, um, I've just sung the Elite theme song for like a minute and I've messed up. Your Young Bucks and Adam Cole come to the ring. You know it's all about the boom! Adam Cole, baby! Anyway, they come to the ring. And the Usos are thinking, alright, us, alright, us, you alright, uses. And they go to shake the hands of the Young Bucks. And Adam Cole, and then they are battered by. <laughs> they are battered by. They're just punched by the Young Bucks and Adam Cole, and then they attack them. And the Young Bucks and Adam Cole stand tall. And Heyman looks on and looks at them and, like, what, what the shit just happened, basically. Oh, yeah. Dun and dun and dun and dun. The ring's cleared, by the way. And in the troop, the troop, the gun. Yes, I'm singing his WWE theme because I don't know his AEW theme well. And in the bulletproof, the A. Oh, and in the thing she'll never gun. And in the root of all evil. Dun and dun and dun and dun and dun. Here comes Malachi Black making his debut in NWE. It's the darkness. Has fought with me for so long. I want CM Punk. People are like, okay. CM Punk's tonight. And he says, and I am gonna end CM Punk. And by the time I'm finished with Mr. Punk, he will be dead. So, Malachi Black wants Mr. Punk. And that's basically that. He walks off. And then out comes the suplex assassin. The first ever guest on the Nathan Wrestling. And I'm getting mixed up with Nathan Wrestling 10 on that wrestling podcast. The first guest on that wrestling podcast, of course. Yeah. He comes out and he says, Last week, Brock Lesnar attacked me. Without my will. Of course, he didn't attack him with his will. But he attacked him. And Alex Kane doesn't like that. And he thinks... Alex Kane... Is... The best... Suplex... Assassin on this planet. I am the suplex assassin. The suplex machine. The suplex... Wizard. The suplex... Whatever. Anyway, he's the god of suplexes. And, uh, Brock, I heard there's an event coming up in five, 
sort of five, six or so weeks called NWE Overrides. And I also heard that they're looking for matches and they're looking for star power. You have the star power, I have the match quality. So Brock, let's make it official and override Alex Kane versus Brock Lesnar. And we'll see who the real god of suplexes is. So the fans are cheering as we go off to the break. Oh, I'll hear your battle cry. The one-winged angel screams. It is, I hopes and dreams. The best, the best. I hear your battle cry. The one-winged angel sky. Are you ready to go? Are you ready for this? I hear your battle cry. Out comes Kenny Omega. Look in my eyes, what do you see? A cult of personality. I know you're in there. I know you dream. I'm a bit everything you wanna be. Oh, I'm a cult of personality. Like Joseph Stalin and Gandhi. I'm a cult of personality. A cult of personality. A cult of personality. How come CM Punk and the match is underway? The match goes 18 minutes. About five minutes in, Punk goes for the GTS. But Kenny fights out. Kenny Omega hits the V-trigger. One, two, kick out from Punk. And then the lights start flickering in about 10 minutes, but nobody thinks anything of it. And then 15 minutes, Punk goes for another GTS, and the lights go off. And then it's like... Punk's really confused. He hasn't hit the GDS. He's dropped Kenny Omega. And then after a few minutes of wrestling, the lights go out again. The lights come back on. The referee's out. The lights go off again. The lights go on. Malachi Black is stood in the ring and he hits a black mass on CM Punk. I don't know what it's called in AEW. I'm really sorry. Anyway, he hits a black mass on CM Punk. The light goes out again. It comes back on. Malachi's gone. The ref's back up. Kenny crawls over to the lifeless body of CM Punk. He puts his hand on him and the ref counts for the one, two, three. Here's your winner and facing John Moxley in the semi-finals. Kenny Omega. I hear your battle cry. The one-winged angel screams. It fuels my hopes and dreams. The best the best song. So Kenny Omega versus John Moxley, Roman Reigns versus Big E. Either way, it's going to be a WWE versus AEW final. Kenny versus Moxley will not happen for two weeks, but next week we will find out the first finalist, as it will be Roman Reigns versus Big E. Next week, also the Raw Tag Team Championships, the first non-NWE championships on the line, the first championships on the line at all in NWE, between RK Bro and Styles and Omos, of course. Unless, surprisingly, RK Bro lose the titles on Raw. And then it'll change.
But unless that happens, that is planned. And override on the 14th of November, it will be a special edition, additional podcast. So that's going to be fun. So stay tuned for that. Anyway, I will announce anything else on what's happening next week, later on in the podcast. Anyway, thanks for listening to this episode of NWA. Coming up, we got an interview with Drew Matthews. Uh, But after this, it will be, who would I draft at NXT? So stay tuned and don't go anywhere. So before we continue with this podcast, I have a few advertisements. We do this every week, so don't moan. It's literally only going to be a minute. Follow that dot wrestling page on Instagram. Follow the running knee on Instagram. Follow in ring reports on Instagram. He was the one that was on earlier for an interview, literally about half an hour ago for you. So yeah, solid. What a guy. Follow Debatable Wrestling Opinions on Instagram. Follow Working Title Wrestling on Instagram because I have a little announcement coming in just a bit to do with him and someone else already mentioned in Ring Reports. So stay tuned for that little announcement. Anyway, follow Ben underscore Nolan 27 on Instagram. Make sure you do that. Anyway, I'll not waste any more of your time. So coming up in about five seconds, who would I draft to end? Who would I draft from NXT? So who would I draft from NXT to either brand of the main roster, Raw or SmackDown? <clears throat> obviously that doesn't count. Obviously 205 Live doesn't count anymore. And it wouldn't have counted anyway. Anyway, so number one, probably the obvious one. I mean, I've been rambling on about them all podcast and you're going to hear me more in the interview with Drew in about 10 minutes. Anyway, of course, it would be... L.A. Knight. Because the draft is nobody else's game but L.A. Knight's game. The main roster is nobody else's game but L.A. Knight's game. The WWE Championship is nobody else's game but L.A. Knight's game. You get what I mean. L.A. Knight is an absolute G. An absolute legend. And he should have been called to wear the Gable Stevenson. This is going to break my heart saying this, but a head of our, of, a York, of Yorkshire lad, Rich Holland. Do it for Yorkshire! Anyway, I think, you're my L.A. Knight, formerly known as Eli Drake. Anyway, L.A. Knight should have been called up to the main roster, and I'm very sad he wasn't. Why do I think he should have done? Because he's got bags of charisma. He's like basically the modern day Dwayne Johnson. Anyway, he's got bags of wrestling ability. He's basically the modern day Shawn Michaels. He's basically Shawn, Eddie and The Rock combined. Not actually, but he is very charismatic. And he does have tons of ability. Tons of everything. I mean, all he has done in NXT is being the million dollar champ. But I don't think he needs to do anything else to guarantee, to like, to like, like need to prove that he belongs on the main roster because of course the main roster is and always will be L.A. Knight's game, you know. Anyway, number two, mm-hmm. there's about few a few people that will get that reference. That is Robbie Urbanati, Drew Wardlaw, and 
Yeah, some other guys. Anyway, some guys will get the mm, Dakota Kai. Sorry for the name drops, you know. The full name. Some, some pedophile's going to search you up now. I'm sorry for mentioning pedophiles on that wrestling podcast. It's not that pedo podcast. It's that wrestling podcast. I'll shut up now. Anyway, someone who should have been called up is Dakota Kai. Now, no offence to Willie and no offence to Zia Lee. No offence to... Was there another woman called up from NXT? don't think there was. No, B-Fab, obviously, Hero. Hero should have been called up. So, no offence to Zayali, no offence to Aaliyah, but Dakota Kai should have been the first name on the sheet as regards to a call-up from the NXT Women's Division. I think Dakota Kai is amazing, and Dakota Kai does deserve a spot on Raw or SmackDown, and I think it should have happened, obviously, as I said at the end of last week's podcast, on my realistic draft book, and I had presumed Dakota Kai, and of course, the best person whose game it is is LA Knight. It's LA Knight's game. But it's also Dakota Kai's game for the women. And, I mean, she can probably mix it up with Sasha, Bianca, Becky, Charlotte, Bliss. I'm not going to say her first name. And <laughs> a lot of them. So I think it's sad that she hasn't been called up. Anyway, for a team, number three, Danny Birch and Oni Larkin, of course. Is Danny Birch, who's the English one, isn't it? Anyway, I think Danny Birch is English. Obviously, only Larkin's American, but Danny Birch is English. Anyway, I think that team has done all this to do in NXT. They've been a part of a faction with Dunn and Ridge, which sort of failed. They were in a part of a faction with Dunn Ridge and Pat McAfee, which was decent while it was. And they've been NXT Tag Team Champions, so they might as well get a call-up, but it wasn't to be. But I'd say... I mean, I would say the grizzled young veterans could probably be called up, but I want them to be NXT Tag Team Champions. <coughs> I want them to beat MSK. So, 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 I'd say if there was to be a team called up that obviously isn't hetero, then it would be Birch and Larkin. Danny Birch, only Larkin. They're a really good duo, so why not call them up? I mean, they're decent, aren't they? So why the hell not? You know, why not call up Birch and Larkin? Number four, previously mentioned as part of Birch and Larkin's former stable from Birmingham, Pete Dunne, or Peter Dune, as Matt Riddle would have said. Anyway, Pete Dunne, Peter Dune, he probably should have been called up. Ridge got called up, who he's been partnering with, so that partnership's obviously done. I mean, and they broke up the faction with Birch and Larkin, so Pete's a bit on his own now. And I think Pete, he might be young, but he's perfectly capable of doing everything there is to do on the main roster. He's perfectly capable of being the first English world champion ever. And I'm very annoyed that Drew McIntyre did it first, because Scotland did something before England for once. Anyway, Peter Dunn, Peter Dune. Pete Dunn, Peter Dunn, Peter Dune. He should be, he should have been called up. I mean, if he wins like the NXT Championship or something, then I can't be sad. But I mean, the next NXT Champion is just Bron Breaker on Halloween show, isn't it? So, on Halloween Havoc. So, I mean, Pete Dunn, yeah, he'd be a good name for a call-up, someone I'd call up. And then finally... Dun 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 diddle dun 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 diddle dun 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 mmm 
Dun 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 Falter Falter You fought you know former NXT UK champion the longest reigning champion in modern WWE Falter should definitely have been called up. I mean he doesn't even need to go from NXT UK to NXT. He's already a household name, everybody knows him, everybody loves him. Well I mean he's meant to be a heel, so technically everybody hates him, but shush. Anyway, I think Volta would be an amazing addition for main roster. And what, uh, I mean, he's probably the best wrestler from Austria. the be One of the best wrestlers from the entire of Europe. So why would you not call up Volta? I think it's definitely imminent that he'll get called up. He must just be having a bit of a break from wrestling at the moment. And I don't blame the guy. He's been champion for ages. I mean, yeah, he did have a few months off with the pandemic that we don't want to talk about. But anyway, there are five names I would call up, would call up, slash should have been called up, to the main roster from NXT. Volta, Pete Dunn, Peter Dune, Danny Birch and Oni Larkin, mmm, the corner guy, and L.A. Knight. <coughs> In about 10 seconds, we will have an interview with training wrestler in training, not training wrestler in training, just wrestler in training, Drew Matthews. So stay tuned for that in about 5-10 seconds. How you doing, Nathan? Uh, quite good, you? I'm very good, bro. How you doing? I already asked you. Right. Yeah. Right, so I've just got a few questions. All right, yes, assume sir. that's okay. That's absolutely all right. Yeah. So the WWE draft. Did you like the draft picks, or what would you have changed? Okay. Um, I'll give them credit. This does feel like a shakeup. Yeah. Um, a lot of big names move, switched brands, and SmackDown's gonna have to. Make a lot, uh, make some new names, make some uh, new household names. Cause they, as far as I know, they only have like Roman and Drew yep. in event with like Brock. And, that, and that's it. Yeah, I agree with that. So I've asked this to like every guest, but like Alex Kane so far. So who is your Mount Rushmore wrestling and why? Oh, shoot. Put me on the spot right now. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Oh man, I think you got to break this up. So I mean, like, if we're gonna go, by... and like, what way do you, do you want me to say? Just in general, just all-time wrestlers. All-time wrestlers. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna go by work rate, if that's okay with you. Um, sure, whatever. I'm gonna go Kurt Angle. This is gonna be my style of wrestling that I like. So like, angle. Um, boy, this isn't even gonna be a Mount Rushmore, but I'll I'll stick <laughs> with. Um, Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, and yeah, another good one. I'll go with. Eddie Kurt 
All right, I'm going to throw this one in here. Oh. I'd say that's a great fall. I'd say that's a pretty good one, but like, is it is it my Mount Rushmore? I don't I don't know. I don't I don't think I have a Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I like I like those four. I think a lot of people it just changes all the time. Yeah, it, it has to because like you'll hear like the usual flare rocks. All, yeah, um, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. So another question, it's kind of a big one. So Yeah. Now like you train to be a wrestler, do you mm-hmm. see watching wrestling any differently to how you would have done before? Yes. Absolutely. Um after my first session of training I watched I started seeing it differently. Like I saw like how guys bumped and if they Sleep. Or, you know, and you can you can look at their body language and see, like the little things stick out now, and that's what I've been told is like, yeah. do the little things, because all the big moves, it's great, but everyone's already doing that. Do the little things and focus on the little things, and everything else will come along. Because that's when you sh- that's when you know you usually have something. Is if they do the little things right. Yeah, all right. That makes sense. Do you enjoy doing it? Yes, absolutely. I mean, well, obviously, or you wouldn't do it. But <laughs> yeah, it's. This is gonna sound really weird, but I feel like anywhere else I go now, and this like includes school. I don't feel like I belong there as much as I belong in wrestling. Like. I have so much fun at shows and training that it's like I think I found where I'm meant to be. It's so cliche, but yeah, lack of a better, lack of a better. That you enjoy it and you're passionate about it. Thank you, thank you. So, a dream five on five match: WWE versus AEW. Who would you have on both sides? Ooh. Mm. Dream match, WWE versus AW. All right, so you got to put Roman up there. Wait, is this this is current, right? Yeah. All right, so Roman, McIntyre, <clears throat> Rollins, Edge, Base Styles. I think that's pretty solid. It's a pretty good team. Yeah. That uh, and um, AW. Let's go, Kenny Omega. Brian Danielson, um, Adam Cole, CM Punk, and John Moxley. That's five great on each team. Yeah, I, I had, I was gonna say Darby, but like itself with Moxley on Team AEW, so I went with him. Yeah. So anyway, speaking of Kenny Omega, who would you have beaten for the championship? Uh, I'm going to go Hangman. That's the answer I wanted. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go Hangman. 
they've been teasing at it for so long. Like, if you just change now, it's going to be so, like, why? Yeah. You spent all this time doing it, and now it's, you know, like, oh, yeah. we, oh, we got Daniel Bryan. Didn't think we'd get him. Let's give it to him. Yeah. I hope he comes back tonight. I've seen a lot of match. Do you? It, no one knows. It hasn't been confirmed who Kenny's working at Full Gear, is it? Like yeah. it hasn't been confirmed. It doesn't know. It's probably gonna be Hangman. Yeah, hope so. I think Brian will work Adam Cole. Big day. I'd love that. So, um, that's brilliant. So, last question. Okay. Who would be your next champions like across WWE? Oh man, I don't even know who I'd have beat Roman Reigns. Yeah, it's like he's beaten everybody. Literally, just give it to Von Wagner. <laughs> I'm gonna go. This is gonna sound really bad. Um. I don't see anybody on SmackDown right now besides our Brock Lesnar that can beat Roman Reigns realistically. Yeah. You know? Agreed. Um, so, for the Intercontinental Championship, uh, well, actually, I'll go to the WWE Championship. I think... I think this isn't going to make a lot of sense realistically, but I'm going to go Finn Balor as the next WWE champion. Oh. I'd love Actually, let me take that back, actually. Seth Rollins is the next. I'll take either or. Both sound amazing. (laughs) Seth is WWE champion. McIntyre is universal champion. Um... For U.S. champion, I'm actually going to go, oh, man. This is a hard one because you got pretty good options. I'm going to go Keith Lee. Oof. Intercontinental. Intercontinental champion. Rick Boob's heel turn. <laughs> uh, I mean, that doesn't sound terrible, but I mean. I think I'm going to go for Intercontinental Champion. Let's do... Why not? Let's do... um. I don't even know. Uh, let's go Swerve. Oh. I don't know. I mean, if he wins that, let's hope he actually defends that belt. Yeah, he's dropping it next week. I think. He's dropping the North American title, but he hasn't defended it once, which is stupid. <laughs> so, and um, women raw women's title, it's gonna be Becky Lynch because yeah, belts and Charlotte next SmackDown Women's Champion. Yeah, hate that rule. That's so stupid, but whatever. Yeah, especially with how they like trying to treat the women really good, like world belts. They obviously not world titles because Roman and Big E wouldn't just swap belts. Exactly, yeah. Raw Tag Team Champions, my boys, the Alpha Academy. 
Yes, for the Academy. SmackDown Tag Team Champions. I'm actually going to go, and this isn't me going to make a lot of booking-wise. It's, well, actually, let's go Viking Raiders. Mm. That that all makes sense, and that's fair. I'll have interest who were you going to go for. I was going to say Garza and Carrillo, but that wouldn't make a lot of sense. And then I, it's, I guess that just leaves the 24th. Yeah, you don't need to say that one. <laughs> let me, let me just answer you for this. Um, uh, uh, R-Truth. <laughs> Obvious answer. Yes. 52 time. So before you go, is there anything you want to plug? Oh, uh, yeah. Remote. If you don't mind. Um, I wouldn't have asked if I minded. All right. Um, I'm going to go with, all right, you can find me on Instagram at, at vanilla underscore midget for real. You know, Nate. Um, and then you can follow my figure account at Blue Sky Productions. I know I'm a child. And uh, you can um, go ahead and find, well, I don't know where you can find YouTube.com slash The Guard. If you want to find some BWF matches, I think they post some of the sh- some of the matches from the shows. I know they post theirs. Um, and uh, all I can say is stay tuned. And I appreciate you having me on, Nate. This means a lot. It's no and, bother. Thanks for coming on. Sir, and I appreciate you. And have a blessed day. All right. Well, thanks for your time. Absolutely, brother. Anytime. All right. Goodbye. See ya. See ya. This is normally the what is coming up next week section, but I think it's more going to be an announcements section because I have two other not next week related announcements. So, number one is that this Sunday there will be a special bonus podcast where I review Escape the Undertaker. I'm recording this on Friday and I haven't currently watched it, so don't spoil it for me, please. I will be watching it tomorrow and I will be reviewing it on Sunday. So if you wanted a little bit of extra content, you're going to have a little bit of extra content. So stay tuned for that. Speaking of extra content... Me and me, Daniel, aka Working Title Wrestling, and Alfie, aka In Ring Reports, over on Instagram. Follow them if you don't already. There will be. There will be. They will be doing something with me on bonus podcasts almost every month. Because it is going to be. Totally not stolen from Cultaholic. Pay-per-view pictures! And I can't wait to do that. And you're finally going to have full pod- a full podcast with guests. 
Like, yeah, I've done interviews, but I've never had a full, full podcast that has guests. Just 10-minute sections. So you can have a full hour-long, almost, podcast with guests for the pay-per-view pitches. So I hope you thoroughly enjoy that, because I'm sure I'll thoroughly enjoy recording it. I'm sure Alfie and Daniel will as well. And, well, we've got that in the plans. So, yeah. First pay-per-view will be Crown Jewel. That is going down in Saudi Arabia. Gotta love the Saudis, because Newcastle take over, lol. Anyway, you gotta love the Saudis, anyway. Anyway, anyway, Crown Jewel, first pay-per-view pitches. So it will be coming out in just over a week on that, like, Monday to Wednesday period of Crown Jewel. Of course, it'll normally be, like, on the Saturday, or maybe even before the podcast on a Thursday or a Wednesday, if it's necessary. But anyway, the pay-per-view pitches will probably be on Saturdays, like, after. But, of course, the Crown Jewel pay-per-view is on a Thursday. And although we will be recording it on a Saturday, I've decided it's probably best to do it Monday to Wednesday. So, there you go. Now we've got that out of the way. What is actually coming up on next week's edition? Honestly, I don't really know. I know you're expecting an answer, but I don't really know. I know one thing that's going to be going down, and that's an interview with another MLW star, Bud Heavy. So that's going to be good. I hope you enjoy the interview with Bud. So another wrestler on the podcast is what we need to keep that wrestling podcast going, and it's what we've got next week. After that, of course, no plans at the moment, but we will probably get plans, hopefully with someone eventually but anyway it's going to be a pleasure to have bud on the podcast just like it was a pleasure to have drew and alfie on the podcast today although i did record on like tuesday and then wednesday but a pleasure to have them on today of course so we've got bud heavy interview next week and then honestly i don't really know other than nwe episode four featuring darby allen versus carmelo hayes rk bro versus aj styles and omos and then the big main event of the semi-final of the world title tournament between roman reigns and Big E. and you know what news just in another match set we're not gonna say a first name bliss versus bianca belair so stay tuned for that. Of course, there's going to be more on next week. That just hasn't been decided yet. So I hope you enjoy next week. I hope you've enjoyed this week. Only like a few minutes and then we've ended the podcast. So thanks for listening. But stay for like five, ten minutes, please. Thank you. Yay! Coming on Sunday, the 14th of November, a special podcast. Okay, I've messed that up. Coming on the 14th of November, a special bonus podcast. NWE presents Override! It'll be fictionally at Wembley Stadium. So it's going to be fun. The main event will be for the NWE World Championship. It'll be either Roman Reigns or Big E versus either John Moxley or Kenny Omega. Could it be Champ versus Champ? If Kenny wins, then it will be champ versus champ. Could it be old shield brother versus old shield brother? Who knows? So we're going to also have a five way to crown the first ever NWE women's champion. Uh, Alexa Bliss will battle with Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD.
Ruby Soho. And that's it. Also on the card, officially confirmed, Darby Allen versus John Cena. Also officially confirmed. Uh, quite a few team. Tag Team Turmoil to crown the first ever NWE Tag Team Champions. Alex Kane has laid out the challenge to Brock Lesnar for override, but is yet to be answered. Who knows what else we'll see, other than we know we'll see a lot of good wrestlers and a lot of good wrestling so stay tuned sunday 14th of november for nwe override so we're just gonna like sit on this for like five seconds because i couldn't just end it on that i mean i've done this both weeks so i've got to end it on a kenny omega catchphrase uh, ladies and gentlemen goodbye and good night